Hey there, future friends. This week, we remember something insidious, we get in trouble overseas, and our new in-laws may be some trouble. This is the week of July 7th, 2023, and you are listening to Future Flicks with Billiam. Welcome to the show. We do have a slow week this week. There are only 10 total movies coming out that I found out about because remember, I am not perfect. I don't get it right all the time, but I think I do a pretty good job of figuring everything out. So you know what? Since it could be a potentially short episode, let's just jump right into it and let me tell you what it is I do here just in case you're new. And if you're new, welcome to the show. This is Future Flicks with Billiam, and on this show, I do one thing, and that is I talk about all of the movies coming out during the week. I break them up into two categories. The first is the limited releases. Those are any movies not getting a wide theatrical release or a major streaming release that also did nothing to catch my eye. Does it necessarily mean they're bad? No, not really. It's just that the trailer and the premise did nothing for me, and so I am probably going to skip it unless something really big happens like it explodes. In that section, I tell you what the movie is, what it's about, and who's in it. Maybe I give a thought or two, but that's really it. Then we move on to the wide releases and interesting indies, which just like it sounds, every wide release, every big streaming release, and every movie that is a limited movie, but also looked good. In that section, not only do I tell you what the movie is, what it's about, and who's in it, but I also give you my thoughts on it, and then I give it a score, which I call the Billiams Interest Level Score, aka the Bill Score, which can go anywhere from a 0 for those awful-looking films to an 11 for those films that take it up that extra notch. Then I give you a pick of the week, saying, hey friends, out of all the movies coming out this week, this is the one that I think has the best chance of being worth your time, and please remember that these are my opinions only. If you think something else looks good, hell, if you think something else that I shat on in the limited releases looks good and you want to see it, f***ing do it. I personally have the motto of critics because I believe you can make up your own mind just by watching the trailer, just by looking at the premise, the cast, all that good stuff. Well, my friends, let's jump into the first section, which is the limited releases with a film called Amanda. Amanda, 24, lives mostly isolated and has never had any friends. Even if it's the thing she wants the most, Amanda chooses her new mission as to convince her childhood friend to believe that they are still best friends. This is a film from Italy, and, you know, it did look like it had a little bit of promise. Like, there's something interesting there. It gives me artsier, book-smart vibes, but without the whole adventure and coming of age thing that Booksmart had that made it so great and wonderful. So this just seems like Booksmart light or just it just feels like it misses the mark. Next up, we have a movie called The YouTube Effect. In this eye-opening documentary, Alex Winter presents a thoughtful, troubling look at YouTube 
a site with humble origins that has gone on to change how we experience the world. So this is a documentary, and it could be cool, but I, I just don't know what exactly they're going for. It feels like it doesn't really have a vision, or at least it doesn't really have a sense of direction from the trailer. Like, if it was just about the history of YouTube, that would be cool, but it feels like they're trying to go somewhere with it. It feels like they have a message, and I just couldn't quite figure out what it was. After that, we have a movie called Earth Mama, an intimate coming-of-age story of a pregnant single mother who embraces her Bay Area community as she determines the fate of her family. This stars Erica Alexander from Living Single, Sharon Duncan Brewster from Dune Part 1, Bukim Woodbine from Saving Grace, and introducing as the main character, Tia Nomore. This movie was so close to being in the next section. It does seem like it has an important story to tell about a young mother and trying to fight for her family because she already has one kid, got the kid taken away from her, and is having another kid would probably get that kid taken away from her, but how she's struggling to get back on her feet, do the right thing, get her family back. And that that is a very important story to tell. But from the look of it, this movie just, it kind of bored me a little too much. So that's why it's in this section. Two movies left, my friends. So let's talk about The Lesson. A young author takes a tutoring position at the estate of a legendary writer. This stars Richard E. Grant from Gosford Park, Julie Delpy from Before Sunrise, and Daryl McCormick from Peaky Blinders. So we have another movie that could have made it, and I was about to put it in the wide releases in Interesting Indies, but I just hesitated, and th that's not a section that I should hesitate for. I should be confident about these movies that I do want to see them, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized if this movie passed me by, I wouldn't really mind, because we have this young man who takes a job tutoring a kid at the house of this legendary writer. This legendary writer had something happen where this famous author's, uh, one of his sons died, and he blames himself. He thinks he could have done something, and it kind of f with his writing mojo. He hasn't been able to write anything since. And this young author who's going to his house is writing a book about him, and the uh, older author doesn't know about this. But also the older author goes, hey, can you help me? I have a book. I think I'm back, but I need help finishing it. I need help, you know, fine tuning it. So there's a lot of promise with this premise, but I just feel that it's a little, it's just a little lacking. And for that, it's in this section. And finally, we have a movie called The Crusades. On the edge of revolutionary change at their all-boys private high school, three friends set out to have one last great weekend while dodging authority. Love affairs and violent foes in the longest week of their lives. God, that's worded weird. This stars Rudy Pankow from The Outer Banks and Indiana Massara from Chicken Girls, which I guess is a show. This movie just seems like someone had an idea for something that reminded them of The Hangover, but in school. Like, you know, one of those party movies. Again, kind of like Booksmart, but it just 100% misses the mark. Well, my future friends, that's it for the limited section. You know what? Let's take our break anyway, and then we'll come right back with the wide releases and interesting indies. So please, for now, stay tuned, and we will come right back after hearing a word from our friends at the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, and we're doing fine with Robbie and Lisa. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? 
Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Robbie. And we host a show called We're, We're Doing, Doing Fine. Fine. We're friends from across the ocean. I'm from Scotland. And I'm from California. Join us every week as we chat about biscuits. You mean cookies. Brexit. Whatever's going on here. Who knows? Almost dying. Why we're single. Popular culture. And basically everything and anything that can distract us from this postmodern hellscape we're all living in. Because we're, we're doing, doing fine. fine. All right, my future friends, welcome back. We are back with the wide releases in Interesting Indies and our first movie, which is one called The League. Not to be confused with the TV show The League, though Mark Duplass is in a movie later. Actually, the very next movie has him in it. But this is a documentary. This is based on the journey of the Negro Baseball League. And you know what? I'm not huge into baseball. Like when one of the local teams around me starts to win, maybe I'll watch, but I rarely make a point to watch it. It's like one of those things, if it's on, I won't turn it off, but I'm not going to make a point to watch baseball. But this documentary looks interesting because just like the Women's Baseball League, the you know when, um, when League of Their Own take, took place, this movie, or this documentary, is about something that really happened. The Negro Baseball League before integration happened in baseball. But this is the, is the story of how the Baseball League formed, and how it changed the game, and how it was seemingly more interesting to watch than the white games. Not just that the black players were better, but that they had slightly different rules that made the game more exciting but also made people judge it going, oh, that's not real baseball. They're not playing real baseball. They're playing that Negro baseball. And I think these movies are very important to watch, these documentaries, because it's important to remember that stuff like this actually happened. And if we keep going the way they're going, could potentially happen again. Am I being hyperbolic? Yeah, a little. I don't think we'll ever get that bad, hopefully. The League gets an 8 out of 11. Next up, my friends, is that very movie with Mark Duplass I mentioned just a little while ago, and this one's called Biosphere. In the not-too-distant future, the last two men on Earth must adapt and evolve to save humanity. This stars Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us and Mark Duplass from The League. So this movie is about the, well, supposedly the last two men on Earth. We don't really know what the story is, but it's about these two men in a biosphere. And it's about how they get along, what their, what their normal day is like. But then when things start to go wrong, they have to figure it out because apparently the outside world is deadly. The part of the premise, though, that intrigues me, especially when compared to the trailer I saw, is that the, the fact where it says they must adapt and evolve to save humanity. I don't know how they're supposed to save humanity. Maybe they have a whole bunch of embryos or something that they could that they could birth or or something because as far as i know or as far as the trailer showed it's just the two dudes i think this is a really good idea we have this very limited in scope but not potential maybe scope is not the right word but it's limited as far as they don't need a lot of crazy sets they just they're just in this dome the whole time 
and we have this very powerful looking performance from Sterling K. Brown and Mark Duplass. So it looks like the two of them give good performances. This is an interesting idea. It has a little bit of sci-fi elements to it because, you know, biosphere and all. I think this looks really promising, but for later on. There's no real effects to it, so anything you see is practical. Maybe there's a couple things CG. I, I don't know yet, but of course, from the look of the trailer, it looks like everything's practical, and there's no real reason, I think, that you would need to see this on a big screen unless you really want to support one of these actors, or heck, maybe it's just the right place and the right time, and it's playing at a theater near you. This is a limited release, though, so... Might not be the easiest to find, but I do think if you watch this, you will, will see a quality film. Biosphere also gets an 8 out of 11. Alright friends, three movies left, and the next movie that's not the pick of the week is one called The Outlaws. This is a Netflix original. A straight-laced bank manager about to marry the love of his life when his bank is held up by the infamous ghost bandits during his wedding week. He believes his future in-laws who just arrived in town are the infamous outlaws. This stars Adam Devine from Workaholics, Nina Dobrev from Vampire Diaries, Pierce Brosnan from Mamma Mia, Ellen Barkin from The Big Easy, Purna Jangnathan from Never Have I Ever, Michael Rooker from Slither, Lauren Lapkus from The Wrong Missy, Richard Kind from Mad About You, Julie Haggerty from Airplane, Lil Rel Howery from Free Guy, and Blake Anderson, also from Workaholics. So this is just another Netflix comedy. Nothing wrong with it at all, but it feels a lot like the others, like a lot of the other straight-to-streaming comedies, where I like them, I really do, but at the same time, I don't feel the need to go see them. These movies I know are going to be reliable. From the look of the trailer, this is going to be funny, the trailer made me laugh, I like these actors, it has a lot going for it. But I also feel that if I miss it, like, I'm not really going to miss out. Like, because of my dad's stroke and everything going on and my wife's health before that, I haven't seen a lot of movies in theaters. And there are movies I've missed out on. Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Flash, even though I don't want to support Ezra Miller, I heard Michael Keaton's really good. There's, there's a lot of stuff that came out that I haven't seen that I do feel like I missed out on. But this one, I think I would be fine if I waited. A movie like this is perfect for a rainy day. One day, you're just kind of feeling, you have a case of the mess, you know, the blez, and you don't know what you want to watch. I think these movies are safe to hold for those days because they're going to be entertaining. They're going to be fun. The Outlaws is well worth your time at your own time. So watch at your own pace. The Outlaws gets a 7 out of 11. Two movies left, my friends, and the last movie that's not the pick of the week is called Joyride follows four Asian-American friends as they bond and discover the truth of what it means to know and to love who you are while they travel through Asia in search of one of their birth mothers. This stars Stephanie Su from The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Ashley Park from Emily in Paris, and Sherry Cola from Good Trouble. I, I really wanted to like this a whole lot more. I, I love Asian shit, you know that. I want to support Asian creators Anything with heavy Asian influence, because of my own Asian blood, I want to support that. But this just seems so... I hate to sound like a douche, but it sounds uninspired. That This whole movie, I didn't laugh during the trailer once, and that is a bad sign. I don't think it looks bad at all, but I just feel like this is 100% skippable. 
if you've listened to the show for a while, you know this is kind of wild for me. I love to support Asian anything. And the fact that I don't give two shits about this movie it kind of hurts. I, I don't like that. I don't think it looks terrible. I just don't think it looks good. The jokes to me in the trailer didn't feel, they didn't feel honest. They felt forced. It didn't come across naturally. And while Somewhere in Here is an interesting movie, that's not what the final product was, so I cannot support this film. But then again, I could be wrong. Just like, though I haven't seen it yet, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, I thought that movie looked awful, absolutely abysmal, and it's on so many top movies of last year. So many different people loved that film and people that I trust, so maybe I was wrong with that one, and I'm fully willing to admit it. Hopefully I'll be wrong with this one too. Hopefully it was just a poorly put together trailer and it didn't and it didn't do anything to catch my eye. But as it stands now, I cannot go see this movie and I cannot suggest this for you. If you want to watch a comedy, we have The Outlaws that is on a streaming service you probably already have access to, so it's more worth your time. Joyride gets a 5.5 out of 11. My friends, it is time for the pick of the week, and you should know what that movie is based on the name of this episode, based on the intro. Yes, that movie is called Insidious, The Red Door. This is also a nationwide release. First, I'm going to give you the premise as it's written word for word on IMDb, and then I'm going to give you the premise in my own words. So here we go. The Lamberts, 10 years after the last installment, as Dylan begins college. That's it. That's the f***ing premise. Who writes this shit? What kind of inept ass writes this shit? I get it. English is a hard language. Maybe it's not your first language. I fully understand that. I fully respect that. But if you're someone who can't put together a proper sentence, maybe you shouldn't be the one in charge of a premise for the movie. So this stars Patrick Wilson from Insidious, Rose Bine from Insidious, Ty Simpkins from Insidious, and Lynn Shay from Insidious. Yeah, they're all back. So yes, this does take place 10 years after the first installment. Dylan's off to college. And we learn that they don't remember what happened. It's been kind of blocked in their head. Maybe Lynn Shay's character did that. But they want to find out what's going on. And because they search for it, something comes back. Something comes out for them. Is it the malevolent spirit from the first movie? Uh, first and second movie, who knows? But whatever it is, something comes for them. And this gives me the vibe that it is the last one. Maybe the maybe not the last Insidious movie, but the last movie in the tale of the Lamberts, which I don't mind. I don't mind a trilogy of movies about them. I don't mind the fact that Insidious 3 and 4 were less than stellar and about someone completely different. I, I don't mind that at all. They were still fun. They were still enjoyable, even though they weren't terribly great. But this, I'm looking forward to the continuation of the story that started it all. We are seeing Patrick Wilson, Rose Byne. We can tell from the trailer they're probably not together anymore. Like, the events of what happened and the aftermath of it probably caused them to split, even if they don't fully remember what happened. But it probably affected Patrick Wilson so bad because he went into that nightmare world to get his son back. Probably affected him so bad that affected the marriage. We can only assume what happened. But now Dylan is an adult on his way to school. Patrick Wilson's trying to figure out what's happened. It all starts up again. And can he save his son again? Oh, and I got the director wrong. It's not Leigh Whannell who's directing this. He co-wrote it. 
but Patrick Wilson is actually directing it, and I think that's really cool. Jason Bloom is a producer. James Wan, the original creator, is also a producer on this. So a lot of the original people are back. I trust that. I think this is going to be a good film if you like the other ones. If you've never seen the other ones, hard pass. Don't start here. Why would you do that, silly pants? Start with the original. It's one of my all-time favorite horror movies. But if you have seen it and you have liked it, easy peasy. Here's the movie for you this week. Should they have waited a couple more months so it comes out during Halloween? Yes, of course they should have. But they're not doing that because they're stupid pants. So let's watch this right now. The one thing is, I don't know how much Lynn Shay is going to have to do with this movie because she's listed under the rest of the cast. But I have a feeling she's going to be kind of like Randy in Scream 3, where technically he's in it, but just because he filmed that, uh, that video during the events of Scream 2, just in case he died. I'm thinking, what if they find a video from Lynn Shay of her explaining to Patrick Wilson everything that happened? So yes, like I said, very excited for this because this is one of my one of my all-time favorite horror franchises. But again, if you don't want to see this, guess what? Maybe this is a week you're staying home and watching a movie on streaming, kind of like The Outlaws. Maybe you go search for Bio Biodome, Biosphere. Biodome was a Polly Shore movie. Biosphere. Never mind. You know what I mean. If you aren't interested in Insidious, maybe stay home, catch up on something you haven't seen before, watch The Outlaws. But if you're like me and you're a fan of the series, your choice is obvious. Insidious the Red Door gets a 9 out of 11. Look at that, my future friends. I, as of right this moment, this episode is sitting at 23 minutes, 5 seconds without editing. So that could be one of my shortest episodes yet. So let's not beat around the bush. Let's just go, hey, friends, I'm going to send you along your way to the other great shows you may listen to. Quick note, next week is my birthday. Uh, um, uh, July 14th is my birthday. I'm turning the big four zero. Jesus Christ. I hope to do an episode next week just because I usually have the episodes done by Tuesday. But if I don't get an episode out next week, that is why. Last week, I was really sick. I had this terrible flu type thing. It wasn't COVID. It was more than a cold. Don't know what it was, but I was knocked out flat. So if I don't see you next week, it's because it's my birthday and I'm doing birthday things. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you stick around and become one of the future family where you are now in the know of all the films coming out during the week. And if you stick with me, I'll tell you about them every week. We are so close to episode 300. We're going to get there soon. Trust me. Please support the friends of the show, the Somewhat Nerdy Radio podcast, and we're doing fine with Robbie and Lisa. Their next book club pick is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. If you want to join that, you have all month to read it. About my future friends, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy signing off, and I'll see you in the future.